we're back on this Saturday morning Sports Medicine Weekly. Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole. Time now for our Ask the Doctor segment, giving our listeners the opportunity to have Dr. Cole address their specific sports injury issues. Very easy to submit a question. Just go to our website, sportsmedicineweekly.com. On the homepage, you will find a link underneath the photo of Dr. Cole and yours truly on the right side of that homepage. Click on that link and you can submit your question. Dr. Cole, got a great question here from one of our listeners uh, asking you this. Now, in light of the recent NFL draft, Dr. Cole, how do you think professional sports teams are preparing their organizations for a restart to the season and possible COVID-19 positive players and staff, a.k.a. what happens if the starter is asymptomatic but then tests positive for the virus, uh, one has to be quarantined for 14 days. Well, I think, Steve, you know, it's it's important to understand that a lot of the plans for professional sports to emerge are somewhat theoretical, and it has to be contemplated in stages. One is just getting players in the same place at the same time to be able to effectively train in a safe way for both the players and the staff before they begin, you know, uh, participating in their sport. Then the concept of participating in their sport will ultimately, uh, without fans, for example, will ultimately involve testing and repeat testing uh, with isolated quarantine uh, between tests. That's possibly a strategy that people are contemplating. And, um, and that's independent of whether or not they have the antibodies showing the possibility of having the infection in the past where we still struggle with can you change behaviors uh, of people once they know they have the antibodies. So that's another side story. Uh, but if someone tests positive and they're asymptomatic, uh, we, you know, unlike when this first started where we didn't know what to do, I would say that in the uh, event that people have not been spending a, uh, a prolonged period of time around someone who's positive within six feet without a mask, uh, they would be considered very low risk of contracting the disease. What we do know is that when someone's asymptomatic and tests positive, they might, because of the incubation time, they may actually develop symptoms in, say, three to five days. Uh, we also know that if they're testing positive, there's a chance that they can transmit the disease and they're infectious despite not having symptoms. Um, but it, it is important for everyone to understand that is the basic principle around washing your hands, not touching your eyes and your face and your nose and your mouth, uh, and you know, always repeatedly washing hands and also wearing a mask where and when possible uh, uh, to avoid respiratory transmission. That being said, we know that masks are not going to be a very practical way, for example, for players to play. So if they do so, if they do play, testing is going to be a big part of it, and we will have a strategy in place as to how to manage the person who has no symptoms yet test positive to isolate and or quarantine them away from other team members. And it won't necessarily have to have 14 days, but it would have to have several days to, to see if they indeed uh, develop symptoms. The current recommendation is 10 days from the time they tested positive, they must be without symptoms. Okay, Dr. Cohen, one more before we have to sign off on this Saturday morning. It seems like telemedicine has really taken off in the past few weeks as a convenient and useful tool for medicine. Uh, Dr. Cole, as businesses gradually get back to normal, do you foresee your practice still using telemedicine? Yes. You know, when we first started in the beginning of March, I only had three practitioners at Midwest Orthopedics doing telemedicine. Within 48 hours, we had over 100 people trained. And that was what we were doing nearly exclusively for four to six weeks. 
Now we've realized that there are some benefits. The first is the fact that insurance actually reimburses it. So it provides a viable option for patients. The second is that patient acceptance has actually been very high and everyone is looking for ways to sort of minimize travel and exposure and efficiencies. Even absent of COVID, it provides efficiencies for the patient. Arguably, however, there are many inefficiencies in terms of when multiple tests have to be reviewed, when there are clerical things that have to be done, like writing physical therapy orders or off work slips and things of that nature, uh, or when physical examination is a critical part of making a decision, that becomes sort of challenging for telemedicine. So, you know, in short, I've redefined what we were doing, which was telemedicine only, to telemedicine first when possible in the office because we actually have to limit the numbers of patients that are flowing through our, our office just because of concerns of social distancing. So we'll reduce the amount of patients being seen in the office compared to pre-COVID times, but we're also figuring out a way to say, hey, when you come in my office, let's make the next visit a telemedicine visit. Or if it's a patient who calls and says, look, I'm an existing patient, I'm having some new symptoms, we can do a telemedicine visit. Uh, however, if it's complicated decision-making, requires review of imaging and scans, it can be done by telemedicine, but we've learned that it actually is, can be particularly inefficient. So we're trying to figure out the best way to use it. I think using it exclusively is much more difficult than people anticipated, but using it as a filler to reduce high volumes to the office so that all of our staff and our patients can remain safe is going to be the best practice model that we're going to use at Midwest Orthopedics. I'm really confident that it's something that's here to stay. Great stuff, Dr. Cole. My best to you, your family, your patients, your staff. Stay healthy. Talk with you again next week. Thank you, Steve. Have a great week. Best to you and your family. Many thanks to our producer, Shane Reardon. Our coordinating producer is Tracy Torr. also want to thank David Cole for managing our website, which is sportsmedicineweekly.com, and our business operations, as well as Samantha Smith from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. For Dr. Brian Cole, I'm Steve Cashel saying so long. We thank you for listening to Sports Medicine Weekly. We'll be back again next Saturday at 8 a.m. Central with a brand new edition of Sports Medicine Weekly, only on 670 The Score.